0: To never listen to the negative voice no more The hardest prison to escape is our own mind I was trapped inside that prison all oh, for a long time To make you happy, you gotta take action Just imagine, what if it did work?
1: What if it did work? Start asking yourself better questions An amazing podcast and an amazing movement But it all started is an amazon best-selling book by yours truly yes i'm being biased it's my favorite book took me forever to write about 47 years but you know what it took a lot less to write my second book the vacation ceo yes that's a new book what if it did work all righty everybody i'm super excited super happy super stoked another day another episode of my favorite podcast Yes, I'm biased. It's my own podcast. What if it did work? Here, I've got one of my favorite people in the world. I was a guest on his podcast, and here before I introduce you, I just want you to know all those episodes of my podcast and being a guest on so many. You're the only person to make me cry. <laughs> I just want you to know. That. <laughs> well, I didn't know I made you cry. So I was, I was, I was holding back, dude. I was like, afterwards, man, I, I'm like vulnerable. It, it felt like a, a therapy session. You know, I, I felt like my ex-wife and my mom and like, you know, everybody my, from my past. It, 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 it's good. But here, well, I'm going to introduce them, And you definitely have to listen to his podcast. I mean, I became a believer. I, I love his podcast. I love the guy. I love all his content. Max Nace, founder and spirit behind Fearless Happiness Coaching and Consulting. Max Nace's mission in life is to help high performers, executives, and CEOs avoid losing what they have worked so hard to attain. He helps their families by educating about the disease of addiction so they can better support their loved ones. Max is a motivational speaker, author, substance abuse counselor. He is also the voice and host you hear behind the mic on the Fearless Happiness Podcast. Loving husband, proud father, and lives in Fallbrook near San Diego, California, a resident of SoCal. How's it going, Max? It's going
2: great. Thank you, Omar, for having me here. Um, It's what an honor and a privilege because you're one of my favorite people. That was one of the best... I want to say talks I had with a fellow human being, we got real, we got raw and we just had a good time, man. And they started, I didn't know I made you cry and bring out some stuff, but that's, I told you, I mean, we're going to have a conversation and see where it goes. So thank you. Well, for you
1: know, we're, we're kindred spirits. Although this time we're not wearing our first form, dude. Uh, you know, how, how about if I throw this on YouTube for my, my 20 subscribers or whatever. And so, and you know, we had the man, Andy, just jumps on and watches that. And he's like, I thought those guys were friends, man. We're not even supporting or showing any love.
2: <laughs> All right. That was cool when we did our interview. We both were in our first form uh, shirts
1: and carrying that message. It's an amazing message, man. You're an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. And everybody feels like, I know they don't like hearing that story, but man, when you hear Andy's story, I mean, he, he, they they couldn't grab a guest or they couldn't get any money in like the first, the first month, they only had like two sales, like two wholesales or something like that. And they kept on going and they kept on going. And, you know, it, it's like that saying that Napoleon Hill, so many people quit, man, because they don't, they, they might be three feet from gold, but instead of just persisting, instead of grinding, because there's, you know, there's no overnight success. You and I, we see it all the time, you know, Facebook winning, and that's all just people posting bullshit, dude.
2: Absolutely. You see the guy in front of the, the Ferrari or the Lamborghini and you you find out that that's not even his car. He just posted a picture in front of a car. But like you said, Andy, like that, that's funny that you say that. Right. And that's one of those things that keeps me going because I listen to his podcast. Right. And he talks about he made fifty thousand dollars in his First 10 years in business and he said that's total like he goes there was months they went you know you know how he talks about that that um mattress he bought from the the, the second hand store that he slept in the back of the his shop and you know and and you're right like i thank god i get to to talk to guys like you and, and listen to people like him and know people right that are not overnight successes it may look like that because they come up on facebook and they post something right but if you hear about the blood sweat and tears that these guys that are successful put into their businesses and their lives it makes you well at least it makes me go okay i'm doing the right thing right i know it's not going to happen overnight i'm just going to keep putting one foot in front of the other and i'm going to keep grinding and i know one day right Because I have a pretty big why, and I know it's going to happen, right? Because we know the how will show up if you got a big enough
1: why, right? (laughs) The thing is, though, man, a lot of... Okay, sometimes it's self-inflicted. Here I am. You know my story, right? 20 years of being an entrepreneur, write a book, have a podcast, have all these certs. Everybody's like, man, this guy this guy knows how to solve problems. He knows how to increase sales. I'm like, "Andy, I didn't get one client for over a year." But you hear me out. You're like, "Holy, that that's crazy to say that, especially I never asked for the sale." Because like a lot of a lot of people, imagine if like you just we're narcissistic entrepreneurs. We think we're, you know, we could be like bleeding out. We hit <laughs> the Titanic. Yeah, don't worry. We're like we're like a day away. But here I am, it's like, oh, well, I have all the answers. I've got my website, I've got a landing page, and I got my trusty book. They'll all come storming. That's not how it works, man. It's just like anything, insurance or you know you're you're selling something to solve a problem. yes, if I was never afraid to ask for the sale, but in my mind at that time, I'm like, oh man, people know. People have heard my podcast. People know what I do. No, man, you have to present. I, You have to go out there and you have to tell people what you do, especially somebody that hits rock bottom, man, and they need help. You know, they're not going to be like, oh, well, well, you know what, Max, I, I heard that that awesome episode with that great guy, Omar, and I, I decided I need you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And, and, you know, like I'm newer to being an entrepreneur than you are. Right. So I'm learning that stuff. Right. And, and presenting the solution to their problem. And but even then, I don't know, uh, you know, I've had people like that I've met along the way and and have helped in the job that I do. Right. And they could be at their lowest and and look at you straight in the eye and go, I'm good. Right. That denial. Oh, yeah. Right. How do you change that mindset? Right. So, right. When I've dealt with um, or I deal with a client that say hasn't lost everything. Right. They say, well, I haven't lost this. I haven't lost that. Right. I still have this and I still have that. And I go, okay, you just told me what, you know, your addiction hasn't done to you. Let's talk about what it has done to you. Right. And then we could bring up stuff, you know, like the wife's kicked you out of the room. Right. And she's ready to, to walk out the door. Um you know, you don't have a great relationship with your kids because you're right. Not only are you drinking or whatever the case may be, but, you're, you know, you're spending hours at work trying to save what you have. Right. And then the light comes on. Like, OK, I guess he's right. You know what I mean? And I go, well, and then I can talk about the physical part of what drinking or drugging does and then get into the mental part. And then they start going, OK, right. 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 Because a lot of guys that are at that level don't want to post something and go, I need help because I'm killing myself slowly. Right. Uh, Because I believe that addiction. Right. If we don't get on top of it. Right. Is committing suicide on the installment plan that I've learned. Right. Every time I put a drink and drug in my body, I was slowly committing suicide. Right. Right. So I just try to present it in a way it's like, you know, I don't want you to lose what you've worked so hard for. Right. Didn't you, you know, and I put it to them in this way. I go, you know, you have this business, you're, you you make good money, right. You did this because you have a family, right. And you wanted to provide for your kids what you didn't have as a child. Right. And a lot of them go, you know, yeah, I lost sight of that. Right. So how do you do that though? When there's some, I've had some people in some severe denial where they're like, I I can turn this around. Right. And then you hear later on down the line that, you know, something bad happened and, you know, God forbid they die or, you know, they they they're not there for their families. Right. And that's just the extreme part. Um, But like you, you know, when I, I, you know, I wrote a book. Right. And, you know, I I put the website together and all that stuff, the landing page. Right. And I realized, too, like you said, that's not the magic pill. Right. I still got to do the work. Right. And like Andy Purcell says, right, the, the way we help the world is by being our best, right, and working on ourselves. So, you know, I'm continually trying to work on my health, right? I'm doing CrossFit in the morning. Uh, I'm eating right. And, you know, and then I go about my day trying to help as many people as I can.
1: But have you ever noticed that it, it, it's, it's just the ego, too, the, especially men like us guys, to say, I need help. Or I hit rock bottom. It's like going to the casino, going to Caesar's Palace, and you're like majorly losing money, but you still keep on getting the cash withdrawals. You keep on getting the the line of credit, and you're like, "Oh, I have everything under control." Right. No, you don't. Yeah. You can't right. even back away for the day. You're depleting everything because you know this. This has got you, and it, it's in any addiction. It's not just drugs it could be food it could yep. be i mean heck netflix has uh, a new series on on stalking I and, can't and, tell it it. It, dude and and i was watching the very beginning and it's like man talk about you know we we all have a little obsessiveness about us but man that's when you you really have lost it when you're like this other chick doesn't want anything to do with you. And like, oh, I just have one idea. Maybe if I do this. And I was watching like the first episode and the guy was like, just trying to justify everything. And it's like, dude, you're in prison, man. There's I no justification. You're wrong. You're an idiot. And now, you know, millions of people, instead of working on their dreams and their goals, they're going to be watching you. <laughs> and, say, right. and, and, and I think you're... We, Here, I want to hear your opinion on this. Do you think the reason why people love like the Dahmer, the Gacy, the Bundy is because they're like, oh, yeah, we're screwed up, but we're not that bad because it's always like, okay, like everything like, yeah, we have a bad relationship, but we're not Lorraine and Bobbitt. We're we're not John. It's always like, you know what I mean? I think that's why we love watching this shit is because. It, it gives us an out, like, oh, yeah, I'm dysfunctional or I'm toxic. But hey, I, I haven't been watching The Exorcist 3 and eating people and then having sex with them. It's always right. that. I, because there's no, like, what other reason would we have to watch people? I mean, shoot, dude. I was in high, I, I was graduating high school in 1991. And all of a sudden, we're, we're concerned about Dahmer.
2: <laughs> I know, right? You, you know, that's just it. it it's like with anything in life, right? Like in the beginning of my addiction, right? I always compared myself like, okay, for instance, right? The, that stigma that's out there, right? You're either that drunk that's sitting behind the store with a brown paper bag or, right, you, you're you that junkie with the tourniquet with the needle stuck in his arm, right? And I would do that to myself, right? To make myself feel better and go, I ain't that bad. I still got my job, Right. I still got my family. And then when it hit that moment where I'm first time I'm sitting in a jail cell. Right. And I'm going, wow, I just turned into that guy. Right. But I would still justify like that's bad luck. This is not going to happen again. Uh, I'll do it better. Right. They won't catch me next time. (laughs) And all that good rationalization that we can do. And and I think you're right. Right. Because the way society is. Right when we watch that, it gives us the opportunity to go, Phew. I'm not a Dahmer, right? I'm not a John Wayne Gacy, um, or whatever the case may be. Right. But, you know, like for us who have done the work, right. To take a look at yourself and go, okay, yeah, I can change in this area. I need to definitely improve in this area. Uh, and like you, you have daughters, right. And me, I have, uh, I have my children and my gr- grandchildren. Matter of fact, number ten, 10 for me is coming next month, right? Congratulations. So I a, yeah, I have an even bigger reason to be my best version of myself, right? So, like, you know, and like I didn't understand this long time ago. Like I would always blame, 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 right? And even the fact that my dad wasn't there, right? I blamed him for all my problems, like, but it's not his right? I made decisions along the way. Uh, um, And until I, I got a mentor that pointed out like those things and and told me, he goes, I'm going to tell you the truth, uh, because I love you enough to tell you the truth. And you may not like it, but tough shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't get honest with you and see where I could help you improve. And, you know, until that happened, until I learned to be able to take a look in the mirror, because I'll be honest with you, Omar, like a long time ago, when I was in my addiction, like, I made sure I fogged up that bathroom because I did not like the guy that I would see in the mirror. Right. So I'd get out of the shower. It'd be foggy. And I'd be like, good. I don't have to see that guy. And I did that for, for years. You know what I mean? And and I hurt a lot of people and in the beginning, it was tough for me to go, how do I make this right? Right. But I, that's when I learned I had to own my shit and I had to be responsible for the choices I made Right. And and the people I hurt. And, and then I could slowly get better and I could go make those amends. And now I can look those people in the eyes. And it's been 19 years since I've touched anything. And, uh, you know, those people love me again. Right. They trust me. And, you know, like I get trusted with my grandchildren. And there was a time where I'll tell you, my mom. Right. Would tell my relatives if there was a family party, don't tell Max. Right. How I found out, right? I'd see a cousin or a nephew, and hey, how come you weren't at the party on last week? And I'm like, what? Right? My mom would tell him not to tell me, um, but at the, were those the hints I should have took? Of course, but it took what it took for me to get to where I am today, right? And I wouldn't change. I couldn't say that. But there's some things I regret, right? But for the most part. This journey I've been on, I wouldn't change it for the world because it's making me a better man every day because I get to be better every day.
1: Max, I got to ask you this. Why is it, and, you know, people love to go, hey, it's okay. You had, your, your father wasn't in your life. Because you and I, we've had that, you know, discussion on your, your show. Single parent, never met my father. We could blame that for so long. Well, man, I'm 49. I, I've been an adult for 31 years. And whenever I tell people my story, it's it's just on stage or whatnot. It's not I'm looking for the cyber hugs. But there's always people, oh, my gosh, you know, I feel bad for you. Or I want to give you a hug. It's like, right. give me a hug. Who cares, man? It's You know, you, once you do the work, you're like, it's that guy's loss. Yeah. It's not my loss. And I can't blame you and I the shit that we did, we had self-destructive behavior, self-destructive patterns because we didn't feel like we were worthy or because we we bought into the bullshit. Let's blame dad. Let's blame mom. Let's blame our horoscope. Let's blame everything. <laughs> right. But you know, it's like people always want to go that route, man. And it's like, that's why I think so many people, because yes, if, if you and I, if I didn't do the work and I'm like, yeah, I, I constantly mess up. I constantly screw up. But mom and dad divorced before I was born. I never met the man. And everybody, like, oh, well, let's give him a pass. There's no pass, man. After a certain point, man, you're an adult. Suck yeah. it up. That's all in the past. Learn from it. Don't be a father like that guy. You know, right. be, be in your children's lives, being a present parent and enough you know, there's people with way worse circumstances. There's people born with handicap and cancer and all that. Feel sorry for them, man. Don't feel sorry for me because <clears throat> you're just giving me an out to do stupid shit over and over and go, hey, guess what, everybody? I'm a fuck up, but I'm only a fuck up because I have a single parent.
2: Right. I couldn't agree with you more, right? Until I learned that, though, right? That I was giving myself that excuse to to screw up and blame everybody but myself, right? Because when it comes down to it, who is the one to blame, really, right? You got to look in the mirror and go, okay, I made these choices, right? And like, don't get me wrong. For years, I did that, right? Because as we talked about, right, my dad left and when my mom and him divorced at five. Last time I would see him was about 10 And then he broke a promise. Right. Uh, I'll be here for your birthday. Birthday came and went, turned 11. Then I found out he dies. But see, I'm not using it as an excuse, but as an 11 year old son or boy. Right. Like I was like, how dare you break that promise? Right. Little did I know that I kept that anger inside and didn't find a healthy way to get it out. Right. Because. Right. I grew up with old school parents. Right. Mom was older. Right. Like especially the man. Right. You just you, you get hurt or something happens. You suck it up and you keep going. Right. You don't bitch about it. You just keep going. Um, And my mom had to play both roles. Right. Tough. She was a single parent. She was tough. Right. And uh, I just realized when I started doing the work and to try to change the way I looked at the world and at people and especially myself, that it ultimately comes down to me, right? How I look at myself, how I handle my problems, right, right? Because I use drinking and drugging for as a as a coping mechanism, and obviously that didn't work. So now you take that away is like how do i how do I change, right? So it's just a combination of like finding the right people that like shoot you straight, right, and tell you when you're messing up. And then going, okay, I need to pivot, do something different, and, uh, and learn from the mistakes I had made so I don't have to make them again. And it was tough in the beginning, right? Because I had, you know, and I would, like I said, here you go. I would have blamed it on mom and dad not teaching me the skills, right? But I'm a parent now, and I'm an adult, like you said. So I got to figure this out and make it right.
1: Not only that, man, but... <laughs> There comes people at, at the end of the day. There's a stigma about drinking, about being addicted to drugs, alcohol. I don't, I honestly have never met a former addict or a current addict that's like, hey, you, you want to know something? I did this all to piss people off, I did this all for attention. It was to numb pain. The yeah. ultimate numbing of pain is when somebody commits suicide. Now they're not thinking, hey, you know, I'm going to leave behind all these people, uh, d- dysfunction, and, you know, uh, it- it's going to weigh down my family for a generation or who knows how long because it's an out, the ultimate out. It's pain. Most people, when they do hit the bottle, they hit the rock, they snort. It's literally to run away from pain, correct? Absolutely. That was what it was
2: for me. Uh, And I can use, you know, myself as an example, right? Or my brother, right? God rest his soul, right? He had relapsed and he felt his out was to take his own life and and not think about the daughter he was leaving behind, the family he was leaving behind, right? And I'm not, you know, I can't say that. There's times I get angry with him, but I've been at that point where I, I understand that pain he must have been feeling, right? Luckily, I never acted on it. But you know, it's it's crazy because he sought a permanent solution to a temporary problem, as they say, right? And he had so many people that he could have reached out to. And, you know, thank God that I found the strength to finally ask for help and go, look, I'm I'm my butt's kicked, right? I'm looking at three years in prison. Like I can't do this anymore, right? and I'm too chicken to kill myself. So I need help. Right. And, you know, luckily I took some suggestion and it just kept, you know, and I've stayed sober. I celebrated 19 years on September 27th and you know, it's, has it been perfect? No, but it's been the best life ever that I could have ever imagined. Right. Cause I could have took that easy way out, you know what I mean? And, and left people behind and um, but I watched what that did, you know, cause at that time, I had just lost a sister. Eight months later, my brother would commit suicide. Then I watched my mom literally die a slow death, you know, because she lost two children. Um, She died. It'll be six years on Thanksgiving Day or on the 24th. Um, You know, so November doesn't have good memories for me. But oh, well, you know what I mean? I, I make the best of it. I still have you know, and that following Monday, I put my daughter in treatment. So it was a crazy time six years ago. You know what I mean? But like yourself, I chose to go, you know what? Enough is enough, right? I'm not going to be that guy. Um, if anything, I want to be the example of what to do. Cause you know, and I know Omar, we could look at guys that we know or people we know or whether on or off Facebook and we go, that's how I want to be, right? And then you see the next one and you go, "Whoa." Not even close. Don't even want to be like that person. Right. So I want to be, I want to leave a legacy, right? A good legacy for my kids, my grandkids, great grandkids that you know, my grandpa was a stand-up dude and he helped anybody he could at any time, right? And he didn't shy away from that. So that's how I think of it, right? Because yeah, it still hurts, you know, to you know, not have my brother here. Cause we were only two years apart and we were very close. We even got sober like together. And, and spent a lot of years sober together, right? And um, you know, you go through those moments where you go, like, why didn't you just call me or answer the phone when I called you back? Maybe you'd be here, right? Those questions you ask yourself. Yourself, and but um, all I know is he says, "I got to keep moving forward, right?" And 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 when anybody puts their hand out, I'm going to be there for them.
1: Well, you and I have done the work. So November Thanksgiving, you know. There's- every day's Thanksgiving every day is the time to be grateful for your family. every time is every day that you know it could be December January February, March and can <laughs> tell the people that that are in your life that you're grateful for them that you love them that they really mean a lot So to me I, I mean I see my family all the time so my my mom and grandpa my grandparents are still alive they lived out. A twenty-minute drive, thirty-minute drive. So it's not like, oh my God, this is the you know, this is yeah, you you know the the butterball turkey and all. You you can literally make that any day of the year. You know the the cranberry, all that, all that stuff. The only thing that you can't do is you you have to only have like seventeen Sundays to watch like the Lions lose and the Cowboys lose. (laughs) But but that's about it, man. I mean, everybody just it's like it, it. it's a made up holiday, dude, just to be thankful. And it's, well, there's 364 other days, man. Just be thankful and blessed every day. Just wake up. Thank God for having one more opportunity. I, I don't need the fourth Thursday of November. That, oh, this is a family day. This is a family. No, every friggin' day should be a family day. I couldn't agree with you
2: more. I learned this from a, uh, from an old timer, he told me, he goes, Max, if you're not grateful for, for today, what day are you waiting on? And I was like,
1: oh. exactly. It's like, oh, okay, well, we're in November, so I can't, uh, in two weeks, I can be at a table with my family and we can say grace and thank God for it. Well, can't you do that on a Sunday or a Monday or what? Why is it Thanksgiving? Yeah. Well, and, and I, in fact, we're so, there, there was never, uh, hey, man, to, to, hey, Native Americans! Thank you for everything. You know, like like this hopped up story that we we tell kids because we always try to lie to everybody and create a, a false history, right? Know? Exactly. But, but yeah, no. When when people tell me about Thanksgiving, it's like, well, it's it, it's like last year I, I I had Corona for the Omicron variant, and like you know they wanted to play the world's small smallest violin for me. I'm like Christmas. I celebrate Jesus every day, you know. It's not, and, and you know, it never snows here in South Florida. So I didn't miss the snow. And oh my gosh, I think I saw my family before and after I got it. So, you know, Christmas wasn't ruined for the the one, you know. I think Christmas is every day. Yeah, that's that that's something else, you know. It, it's like, what? So because you you didn't get your new Sega PlayStation 30 or whatever, it's it's not right. a good Christmas. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more.
2: Like every day is a day to be thankful, you know, to be grateful for.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's why I I laugh, man, because people if they put that much passion in all these holidays as they do in their life to go for their dreams and all that. Man, I see people these elaborate for Halloween, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I I don't really dress up because you know I'm 49. (laughs) Right. if, if if it was like when i was married not and and my kids were small yeah i'll do it for them or but i'm 49 i don't need to be dressed up as as a superhero you know i'm 49 let's go once again you know right. halloween's for kids you know or or valentine's day if i'm committed in a relationship and i only buy flowers or i only tell when, when i was married my ex-wife or you know, the ex-girlfriend seems like to be a pattern, ex-ex-ex. <laughs> Just joking. <checking laughs> but, you know, me, you, common sense, man. It's the number one thing we're lacking. But if we had that much passion to stand in line on February 12th or 13th for two hours at a store, when you know yeah. it's always on the, the that day, of the, if we had that amount of passion to write our goals, to take action steps, today's election day, dude. So many people are like, oh, I'm watching, I'm watching and the election results. Why? Are, are you going to be the ambassador to to Switzerland? Are you going to be on the cabinet? Tell me, oh, no, oh, we need to take a red wave, blue wave. Just shut up, man. What about your wave? When are you going to ride your wave? But, you know, we, we get caught up in these holidays and it's new holidays. You know, it's the Kwanzaa. It's this, it's that. Man, you and I growing up, it wasn't. National Taco Day, National St. Bernard Day, National (laughs) Left. Dude, literally every day is something to celebrate. Why don't you just suck it up? When is it work on your dreams day? When is it entrepreneur day? When is it side hustle day? When is it let me look in the mirror, accept accountability, and get to Friggin' work day?
2: That's right. And that should be every day, like you said, like every day. Right. Yeah,
1: man. When somebody tells me Taco Tuesday, shit, man. What you can't get a taco on Wednesday? It it has to be today, (laughs) Thursday. Thursday. What you get? Taco every day. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Work your ass off. You know, maybe you don't have to save up for the bougie tacos. Yeah. Currently, you're on a Taco Bell budget, man. But you know, live at the tacos. Work out eat clean, make the money, and then you can celebrate taco Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, All right. year, whatever day.
2: That's you right. You can hire someone to make your tacos for you. Every day.
1: Exactly, man. <laughs> That's what I, I don't understand. You know, your passion... And, and, you know, now everybody's on the kick. Well, I don't have to work out. I don't have to eat clean. 2023. I, imagine, I'm, I'm, I'm a drug <laughs> addict, Max, and I'm like... My world's spiraling out of control, Max, but I don't need your help. I feel like I might die any moment back now, but I'm going to wait till January 2nd, 2023. That's my year. Till now I'm going to keep on chasing the dragon. I'm going to keep on shooting shit into my veins. It's the end of the year, man. 2023 is my year.
2: (laughs) I would say uh, the way it's sounding, I may not see you in 2023.
1: But you, you hear that, right? Like, like everybody just already, they hit the mark. Not only did they lie to themselves and say 2022 is their year. This is right. it. This is the new me. Something happened. Corona, uh, you know, monkeypox, uh, you know. <laughs> right. All this manifest got canceled on NBC. Something derailed them. But right. now they they feel like, screw it. L- let me get fatter. I need to lose weight, but I'm going to go... Balls out these next two months. I I need to get a hold of my fine. Oh, finances. Screw it. Jane, like where? Talk about a major disconnect, right? That everything is not only is it tomorrow, but now it's just like it's a couple months away. But let me let me let me pull off. Let, let me pull my life out of life support. Let, let me just flatten it. Is what they're pretty much saying.
2: Right. Well, they're not willing to do the work like we've done, I believe, you know what I mean? Because, well, here's the thing, right? Like, well, if we want to talk about addiction, right, which I've been working in that field for a long time, that sometimes that tomorrow doesn't come. And I can't tell you how many friends that uh, uh, have gone backwards, let's say relapsed, right? Oh, I'll quit next month. (laughs) Next month never even came. You know what I mean? And how do you explain that? like when I explained to a client or a patient, right? I said, you take that drug, right? Or that drink and you die. You don't get to come back and say sorry to your child. You don't get to come back to your wife and go, I'm sorry for taking that drink or your parents or grand. right? That's it. You're done. Right? So what are you afraid of? Right? Getting better. Oh shit. That's a tall order, right? Like, I might be a better person because I, I get back on the wagon or whatever. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's just, it's crazy to me. Um, Cause I'll be honest. Have I ever had thoughts of using or drinking again? Probably no. Right. And I went through some of the craziest times in my recovery and um, because I've had reminders all around me, right. You see it all over the place. And, um, and I just, I, I don't know. I just, I I don't get it sometimes when, like you said, when people go, you know what, next year, I'll start next year, right? January 1st, my New Year's resolution, right? But, But this is where we get to be examples, right? Like I started my extra, you know, after my year off after back surgery, right? I started doing CrossFit been doing it pretty steadily for the last few months, right? Because I'm not going to wait till my New Year's resolution is I'm going to start CrossFit and get healthy, right? No, that starts today, right? Because I want to be here for my grandkids. I want to be here for my children. I want to be here for my wife and, you know, my family and, right? And it doesn't matter if you start, you know, I'm 54 years old, you know? Do I go to the gym and see some of these studs that, well, I mean, I'm talking both men and women. Right. And I, there's times I want to go like, man, I feel like I'll go in this corner over here. You know what I mean? I've won when I showed up. Right. We know we win in life when we show up and we give our best. Right. And, and to me, it's like, just give your best. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There's always going to be someone bigger, better, and better. Right. But who cares? It's that person you you see in the mirror that you got to go. You know what? I like you, Max. That's a guy. You know, I like you, Omar. I like what I see, and that ultimately what counts, right? Because then that's going to spill over into the people we come in contact with. Because when we have that confidence that one, we're doing the right things, we're trying our best, and then we're helping people along the way. Can't get any better than that, right?
1: No, man, and, and it, it's all, dude. Twelve years me doing CrossFit, if somebody's like, oh, you know, oh, that chick lifts way, lifts way more than you do. Right. There's millions of people that <laughs> look way better than me. <laughs> if, if I'm going to have to stop every time I see somebody that it, it, it's like when I ran and I was, I was a slow runner. Yeah. It took me forever to finish a marathon. I mean, I was there with the people at the gurneys wheelchairs, uh, you know, 90 year old, you know, crossing the finish line, you know, all bets are off. I'm pushing everybody out of the way so I can beat the, (laughs) but, but you know, (laughs) how it's why, why take a shot at me? You know, just be proud. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of every time I crossed the finish line, did did a Spartan or, or if I work out. Yeah. I know with plenty of women that look ripped, that look great that do a hell of a lot more weight than me. It is what it is, man. We all, God never gave me the genetics, you know, should I blame my grandparents and my forefathers, you know, (laughs) being Latino, my last name isn't Guerrero, which means warrior. So, you know, somewhere down the line, you know, it's genetics. I can, I'm not going to be an Olympia, but you know, God gave me other talents, you know, God gave me the talents to connect, connect with people like you to be in service, you know, each his own. As an entrepreneur, it's not like I said, hey, yeah, that woman lifts more than me, but I deposit more money to my checking account. I know, right? <laughs> Dude, you, what? Enough with the comparisons. Yeah, man. I, and, anyways, congratulations, man. Most people make an excuse. Okay. I, I had double hernia operation and I couldn't wait for the day that they signed, that the doctor signed me off and said, you're, you're good to go. And, you know, I was still married at the time. Oh, you know, you're going to get hurt. You're, you know, my, my ex-wife was always, well, wait until you hit 40 or 45. Well, she was right about that. It's painful to get up, but I have (laughs) zero regrets, man. Right, you you feel better. You feel after you do any workout, the CrossFit workout, you run the distance, you finish, you cross that finish line. You one, you lap everybody that didn't have the courage to start. We're mature athletes, man. Most people are. Oh, I've got the dad bod. (laughs) I can't. I can't look at my wiener when when (laughs) peeing. But 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 I read somewhere that chicks dig that. I I love that. You you've heard that, right? Most fat guys. Or I I don't know who took this poll or or, or where this poll takes place because if that was the case I haven't seen Hollywood movies where they 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 put the the severe obese guys uh, the love interest <laughs> right they don't show that all, all the time I, right I mean you would think Hallmark instead of putting a hot chick and a hot dude they'd be like ah oh, hey we got the dad bod guy <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs>
2: You know, I I love what you said because that's how I look at it, right? Every day I show up, I win. I I've I blocked out my competition is with myself, right? And the only person I can get mad at is me, right? Did I give my best today, whatever it is, right? Whether it's CrossFit, whether it's working with a client, or did I do a half-assed job, right? And or where can I improve? Um, yeah, trust me, because at this gym, there's a girl that goes there, right, that competes in all these, you know. CrossFit competition and she's pretty badass, right? Uh, I met her in, in passing once, and I'm like, I'm glad we don't work out together. Just kidding, but um, but my competition is with myself. I want to be the best that I can be, and I know that I need to know I gave the best effort, right? Am I going to have perfect days every day? No, there's going to be days where I go, yeah, I didn't do so hot in that. I could have did a little better. But for me, it's a win when I show up and I try. Right. And I do my best. And right. Cause then I'm setting the example for my children and my grandchildren. Right. Cause you know, my little ones play sports. Right. Um, and I always teach my grandson, you never give up until that game is over. You don't quit. And man, that kid is, he's got a, he's got a streak in him. Right. When he plays baseball and, and You know, but that's the things I get to participate in because I gave myself permission to be the best husband, the best grandfather, the best friend, the best whatever I can be. Right. Because life is short if you think about it, Omar. Right. Like you said, you're 49, I'm 54.
1: Where did the time go? Like it went. It goes like. I I remember sleeping. It seemed like just the other day, class of 1991 high school. I, I didn't think. It would just go by like that fast because you know we always at that age. Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait! I can't wait to you know to be an adult. To be an adult. No. What? oh, I, I can't wait to pay bills. I can't wait. You know, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I can't wait to to the first thousand steps are always the hardest to uh, after to get up every morning. I can't wait. I can't wait. No man, it's time. Time goes by like that. But the best part of you and I and what we do is. People are watching. Yes, I—I I was the biggest fat ass. I didn't grow up fat. I just stress, gained weight. Uh, Millie, my ex-wife had had children. My children, from the day they were born, saw the competitive side. Saw me doing marathons. Saw me doing everything. Saw me always competing. Mm. And. That bled out to them. My kids never played video games. Both of them excelled in track, (laughs) travel soccer. Now my oldest playing high school soccer, my youngest recovering from an ACL tear. But it's always about that. They did CrossFit, CrossFit kids. If I chose differently, oh, I have a dad bod or... Hey, let's play video games. Oh, my gosh. Hey, everybody. Stranger Things, the new series, the new season is on. Let's watch it for 10 straight hours. My kids would have been doing the same. My kids would have been playing Guitar Hero. My kids would have been doing things that weren't serving them, but doing the exact opposite.
2: Right. See? We got a very important role as dads to lead by example. And the only way we do that is where we show them how it's done, right? We don't oh. get the dad bods. We uh we show them how to give our best. We show what it, what it means to help others, right? And not be selfish and and um we just keep putting one foot in front of the other, right? I like the Rocky saying, right? That one from the movie where he says it's not about how hard you could get hit or hit. Yes.
1: Yeah. You uh, how many keep, times you get up and keep moving yeah, forward, dude. It's, every Rocky movie, Sylvester Stallone has wrote so many nuggets. You know, people focus on the bullshit, man. Yeah, hey, you know, acting. It, it's, it's Sylvester Stallone. It's like Dolph Lundgren, Apollo, uh, you, right. know, you know, Carl Withers. <laughs> None of these people are amazing actors. Right. Read the story. Read the script. I mean, all of them. He he has motivational sayings throughout, yeah. and, and it, it's that's just just the nuggets, dude. It's it's like I have always been obsessive compulsive. That's why I I use it towards the good stuff. Because right. yes, if I decided to go out every, I I could easily go out every night and drink. But my my daughters have only seen me drink one drink, two tops. Every time, every time I've been in a relationship with a woman, her kids have never seen me more than, than like having one drink. I, I remember like an ex, her her son, uh, uh, father or whatever, was an alcoholic. He's like, I know what you're doing and it's okay to have another beer. And I didn't answer him, but it's like, dude, I'm trying to show you the right way. Right. Yes. Your, your father could drink the two, the the friggin' six pack, the nine pack, the 10. I, I can drink that as well. But, right. you know, I, I want you to, I, I want you to uphold, you know, there are standards. And, and yeah, you, quite frankly, if I, I could go without. And if I, if I do hang out with people that are recovering, which I've had, I don't have a drink. It's out right. of respect. <laughs> or, or you know, oh, you could have one. No, I, I, I sure should know I can have one, but it's called, you know, it, it, it it's like if if I went out with Weight Watchers people and they've lost a hundred pounds, I want to be like, okay, everybody, let's go to the all-you-can-eat sushi bar. Let's go to Caesar's Palace and hit it a hundred bucks. We're gonna put some damage in. No, man, right. Always, always see the standard and always. Kick it up a notch. I couldn't agree more. That's what I try to do. I, I know, dude. That's why I said we're like minded people. We're yeah. in service. Oh, we have daddy issues. Dude, I, I didn't even realize I had daddy issues until very recent. I, I, and until, you know, I, I took stock, my favorite movies are like Rocky, Karate Kid, Frequency, all dealing <laughs> with. with, right. with. With, with fa- father-son type relationships, uh, you know, I, I would break up with women before they could break up with me. But if somebody broke up with me, oh, my God, they abandoned me. Yeah. Oh, just like my dad. Yeah. My dad. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's why I and, had and to split did, first. And, and, you know, it would be like, oh, I must I must listen to the Cure music. I must listen to Morrissey. I, I, I must listen to the Smiths. <laughs> Stain, all you know, let me dress up all black and, and, and you know, feel, feel put on the corn music and all now, man. It's like, next, you did me a favor, sweetie. But right. until you hit each and every one of us has to overcome our issues or at least be aware of them. And know when the pattern comes, we're like, okay, you know, right. this is the reason why and we you 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 can't numb it you can't run away from it yeah exactly it'll always come back and it always comes back at the worst possible moments
2: all the time right all the time so it's just better to address it and do your best to move through it right because we know there's not something there are things that it's sometimes very difficult to get over right but I always say you can move through it and learn a lesson so that you don't have to keep repeating the same behavior over and over and over again. Right. Because until you learn that lesson, it's going to keep showing up. Right. It may show up so different in, in every area of your life. It could be different, but it's going to keep showing up until you learn that lesson. And then you
1: go, ah, that's what I was supposed to do. Right. Um Oh yeah. You're like, I mean, uh-huh. But dude, that's the reason why keep on people keep on running into the same pattern over and over, going to the same relationships, even like, oh well, I don't want this function. I don't want this. It's like, well, here's a perfect example. And this is why I laugh. Do I believe in the power of intentions? Yes. The secret to some extent, but you have to work. People don't like that word, work. But the thing is, everybody feels like, I'm a good person. I deserve more. Right. Everybody loves to watch the documentaries and all that on Netflix. Okay. You have to be a good person to achieve success. John Wayne Gacy killed all those kids. And he was a pretty successful guy. So, Because you know how everybody's like, hey, it's coming to me because I'm a good guy. Right. That's not how life works. No. John, John Wayne Gacy... Yeah, he was a cocksucker, but clearly he worked to become successful. And that's right. the that's the secret. We you and I had to work through a lot of shit. We had we were in the valley, we had to work on our emotional stuff, on our personal stuff. That's the only way to conquer. If you want money, if you want s- successful finances. It's that word again. You have to work. You have to grind. But a lot of people, Hey man, I'm good. Okay. So.
2: (laughs) Go ahead. I, I, yeah. See, when I saw the secret, I was like, okay, like here's my first thought. Right. And I got it. Right. So, We all know like if we wake up on the wrong side of the bed and we don't change the way we're thinking, we usually have like a shitty day, right? I get it. Like we attract what we put out in the world. But you're right. I believe that if you want something, yes, you have to have that mindset like I'm going to achieve it. It's going to be mine. It's mine already, right? But you can't just sit on your easy chair, put your feet up and go. It's going to happen in like a few days, right? Like, I
1: wish, go. man. I kept on. I, I bought that poster board and I had a purple Lambo. Right. And I, I put like myself partying at Hugh Hefner's house. Hugh Hefner's dead, <laughs> but the mansion's st- still there. And I'm right. a good guy. I'm thinking happy thoughts, <laughs> right? <laughs> but that's where I learned from guys like
2: you that you got to put in the work, right? You got just like, like your body, right? You can't get healthy if you just think about it. Right. You got to go do some exercise, whether it's running, whether it's weightlifting, whether it's whatever
1: um, the best days. in that when it comes to working on your finances, on your book, working out is when there's you feel within your heart and your body. Ninety nine percent. I don't want to do this, but that one percent in your heart is like, we got to do this. And after you're done, I've never seen anybody go, oh, yeah, man. <sighs> it sucks that I put in all that effort. No, man. <laughs> it's better. Absolutely. I wake up like that every
2: morning, 5 o'clock. Oh, man, I don't want to go to CrossFit. But then when I get home, I'm like,
1: yeah, I feel good that I did that, right? Like, I feel healthy now. Oh, dude, I, I completely. Every, every time, man. And then it's, it's like... <laughs> there there's always something motivate yourself man i mean I all the people out there that you can meet like minded people i'm in yeah, here i'm i'm going to shut down for all those that are on match.com the eharmony christian mingle uh farmers only stubhub netflix whatever.com you try to pick up women or whatever instead of lying about You're into rock climbing, that you're the Nobel Peace Prize winner, that you're going to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, actually find chicks or if you're a chick trying to find dudes, go to do the things that you like and you'll find people, like-minded people. Go to a Globo gym if you're single Yeah, and you can find some. If you're spiritual and you're religious and you want to find somebody that's at that same level then you go to your church and they have plenty of mixers but what happens is people are like yeah well that means i'm I'm gonna have to go out there i have to be transparent i have to i can't lie i have to i have to show up to be myself so you know it's easier online dating We, we put pictures you know i i put I can put pictures, uh, get Kodak developed or whatever you know at Walgreens twenty years ago. Put those <laughs> as my profile pic. You know I look young. You know, put I'm six foot one, even though I'm five eight. You know, yeah,
2: I, you got Photoshop nowadays. You
1: can yeah, put your hand yeah. on. Something. And, <laughs> and, and you know, I um, I I went to India on a religious pilgrimage, and it was when Mother Teresa was still alive, and I realized my mission was to save starving children and then you know the other person's lying because they're doing the same shit and then you wonder why nothing's happening because common sense there was there was a time connection man just like you and i we can connect because not only are we like-minded people but we listen and we communicate that's the easiest form how did people meet you know 20 years ago before e-harmony and all this shit but now people want to lie People want everything easy, man. And then when shit goes south because it's going to go south, relationships are hard. But when Absolutely. you have to lie your ass off and, and you're, you're trying and the other person's lying their ass off, everybody's just like all discombobulated, man. Yeah. And it just makes it worse,
2: right? I just that's why, you know, like with my wife and I, I found my soulmate, right? I can tell her how I feel. She doesn't judge. She might look at me weird sometimes when I get these crazy thoughts through my head, but we can like you said, we can communicate, we can be honest with each other. I don't she knows I don't I don't have a dad, Bob, but I'm not like uh, you know, a uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? And we and we're just you know, we're just trying to be the best.
1: Dude, the thing is, people compare themselves. The there's time. a reason why he was the Austrian oak. There's a reason why he won the Olympia. Not all of us can win the Olympia, man. And Absolutely. I think, oh well, uh, there's stare, dude. I could be cycling, left and right. I was never going to be Lance Armstrong, never going to be a Rod. Never. Right. That, that's the biggest excuse we love to tell people. Uh, I, it's natural. No man. Y- usually, steroids is for recovery. Uh, let lower your, you know, resting metabolism, You know, all sorts right. of shit. But you have to have talent. Yeah. And yeah, you're not, you don't, you don't look like Arnold. Congratulations, man. You never will. You were working out, <laughs> right. you know, at the, at that same path, man, That's it's, it's just, it is what it is. You have talents. I have talents. We all do. The thing is, though, people don't want to follow what they're good at. They want to follow their passion. You know, they heard from, you know, someone that's super wealthy, follow your passion. Steve, Steve jobs, was great at Apple I don't think that was his passion you know
0: no.
1: I tell I, I you laugh I tell everybody my passions would have never paid me a dime right and it never will man follow your passions after you make money it's called a hobby but but don't 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 triple don't don't bet the farm on it right I mean you and I love doing crossFit does that mean we should uh go all in and try to win the regionals I know right <laughs>
2: No, uh, we do it because we love it because it's fun and it's healthy.
1: Exactly, man. It, stay in their lane. Yeah, you know. It, I'm sure you get a lot of this personal trainers DMing you on on Facebook
2: all the time.
1: You look like shit. I can and like, dude. I'm like, and then they they'll block you. Cause clear, clearly, I'm like here. I just want to help you out in sales, and it's like screw you. It's like well. It, Asking for it, asking for a business is like asking out a woman, asking out anything. Am I going to go to a bar and go, hey, I want to get laid? Or, right. hey, you? I know you want my dick. To a ch- oh, Congratulations, that line's going to work. That's to say, hey, you look like shit. Right. My program, you will look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. And, and it's like, excuse me? And, and I thought Forex was bad, but now it's a new wave. It's like personal trainers that they all think they're the next Bob Harper. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll use you, even though there's a dime a dozen local, but because you have your own FB business page, well, by all means, and you're the real deal. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, Dude, you have to you you have you haven't plugged your book and your podcast.
2: Well, yes, I did write a book. It's called Fearless Happiness: My Addiction, My Battles, My Recovery, and the Happiness has a why in it. And I did that for a specific reason. So I like the re- readers to find that out. But it's basically a journey from my um, active addiction into recovery uh, and all the things that have happened. Um, you know, to try to people help people from all walks of life, not just addiction, right? All areas of life. Try to show that change can happen if you do the work, right? If you if you decide, if you just make that one decision to go, I'm done living like this. I want to change the way I live, right? So, you can find it on Amazon. Um, I'm also the the podcast host of Fearless Happiness, the same name. Uh, you can find it on all the different platforms. You can find the awesome interview I did with Omar on there. It's uh, my
1: favorite episode.
2: I'm <laughs> <it's biased>. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and you know, I'm hoping um next year to to
1: begin writing a new book. Speaking of which, dude, do you need guests? Because I have guests coming out of my ears. I, I'm Here's the secret. You you're going to be bumped up, but Cardone's people. I've got so many people. I've got like six months worth of material because everybody feels I've got a daily show. It's only once a week, but man, if you need if you need people, I've I've got people, personal people. I know I've got even people that have overcome addiction. I've got a girl at my gym. She's been on a few podcasts, including mine. I mean, amazing story. Try to commit suicide because she couldn't beat the addiction. Got saved. God didn't want her. Satan didn't want her. God's like, hey, you got more work to do. Right. Clean for over ten years. Is an entrepreneur.
2: I'd love to have people like that as a guest. Yeah, let's talk after this. I would love to because uh, I've had a lot of people, um, like you said, ghost me and and get no. This, this she's, <laughs> the,
1: she's a she's a she's a real deal. And I, I, I mean that like a professional. Yeah, you know, right. I don't know if she's, you know, but an amazing story. I've had her. I've, I've I've put her on on some other podcasts, and you know, it' a compelling story. It's a, a rocky story. Everybody loves redemption stories, man. Everybody loves your story because you beat it. And you know, people, you're relatable. I, I don't want to hear. How some celebrity overcame their addictions, right? It's like you have your fucking resources, right?
2: (laughs) Right. It's like I would love to have her as a guest. Like anybody you could suggest, I would be
1: way open for that. Yeah, dude. Because before I never knew you had that that issue, man. You, I I thought, yeah, I've got plenty of, I've got plenty of contacts. I'm so old school, like what somebody would say, my my roller decks. Nice.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> we know what that is, right? All well, right. Kids are what's a Rolodex, Dad?
1: <laughs> you're, you're gonna laugh. At I, I I it came back into my vocabulary a couple of years ago because I started dating long gone. We're we're not even on speaking terms. A girl that I, I grew up with, she was my neighbor, and my ex-wife, everybody tells her, now I, I have to tell her before because you know everybody loves drama. And she found out that I was dating this girl. And she's like, oh, I see you've been hitting your roller decks hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
1: man. Yeah. I so, would... Yeah, brother. I've, I've got the roller decks humming, man. I, I, I and, and believe it or not, I, I do want... I'm throwing this out on my podcast. I'm trying to get Max and I to, to do a webinar uh, soon. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down because the one know, thing I'll I, make it we had the rapport, we had the connection. We we have two people that once partnered my my French were fuck ups. Uh, I was a fuck up in every aspect of my life, so you know I would love to partner collaborate with you, Omar. You know I think very highly of you, my friend, and the feelings mutual. Even if I was never on your podcast, I do listen to your podcast. You know, I I get pissed, though, when it's a short episode, man.
2: (laughs) Well, see, I need that. Yeah, I've had only a couple of those short ones, but I'm getting better. Right. I I just have to bring it back to like when we had our talk. Remember, I told you, I said, we're just going to have a conversation. But little did I know that we, we would have a great conversation and we learned a lot about each other. And like I said, it's an honor to be here on your podcast. It's an honor to call you my friend. And yeah, anytime you need me, I'm I'm here for you, brother.
1: Okay. Yeah, dude. But, but oh, like I said, man, communicate with me. I never knew you had that issue. Dude, if I, if I help uh, out complete strangers, you know, if, if you'd have been like, dude, people ghost me, people, people treat me like, you know, like the, the walk of shame. Right. I, I'd be like, dude, I've, I've got plenty of people. I've been a guest. That, well,
2: this just started happening. And I don't know if it I don't know. Anyway, now you'll get me every other Hey, bring them on, bring them on, Omar. Let's do this. I would love that. I would appreciate that very much.
1: Okay. Yeah. This girl, her name's Rachel. She'll, I'll I'll give her, you you know, we'll, I'll give you each other's contact. Okay. Great story. And then I got other people, dude, because everybody has overcome something. Absolutely. I believe I I, I got a story. story i got a kid at, i was on his podcast and he was on my podcast at 18 before he found christ he already he he wanted to be in a major car crash to to end it and, and an amazing guy and an amazing story so i've got pl- dude i've got you you'll, you'll you'll think i'm your publicist you know <laughs> i love it <laughs> and, awesome and you know what i I, we've gone on, I I could speak to you. We could have like a three hour podcast because we connect, but we live in a TikTok world. And I'll tell you, man, there's some guests that I'm looking at the, at the watch. I'm like, Oh shit. Is it close to an hour? It's like five minutes later. And and I have to do all the talking and they're only like one answer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh shit. And some of these, some of these people are acclaimed. So you know, right? But yeah, dude, I, I love you. And yeah, we live in a TikTok world. Some, you know, somebody's going to say our episode already was an hour and ten minutes, and that that took away from the new stalking. Uh, the new <laughs> manifest is on Netflix. Uh, right. you know, NBA and NHL, the NFL. There's plenty of stuff, man. That more important stuff than the work on themselves absolutely
2: i get it but yeah i know definitely you and i could sit here and talk all day long right but uh
1: um one, one, gotta... one, one thing you have to do you have to plug it one more time your website how do we find you okay and then i'm gonna ask you this question what words of wisdom do you have to somebody that's either completely in the valley or on the sidelines and they don't want to take action? Oh, that's a good one. So
2: I'll start with the website. You can find me at maxnace.org. You can find me at uh, Facebook. My personal page is max.nace. I'm on Instagram as maxnace underscore 2022. You can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, um, but mostly on Facebook and Instagram. Um, If I were to give one piece of advice to someone who is in the Valley, or on the sideline, afraid to get into the game, I would tell them, and, and this is this is my, my heartfelt, right? Remember, you're a child of God, and God doesn't make junk. Go out there, give your best effort, and keep your head up, and keep smiling, and don't be afraid, right? Because there's this saying, it's fuck everything and run. Or you could face everything and recover or whatever you want to put in there. And I believe that we all have a story. We all have uh, something to give to each other. And and it's much better to do it with people than alone. Trust me, I've been there. So find someone. There's someone out there that's willing to help. If you need to get a hold of me, you're struggling, DM me on Facebook. I always talk. Uh, I'll make set up a time. But look what happens, right? I got to meet an awesome dude like Omar. And now we're friends. And I love you too, brothers. So thank you for having me on the show. Um, like I said, you can find my book on Amazon. It's called Fearless Happiness. Happiness has a why. My addiction, my battles, my recovery. And uh, yeah, that's and about we're, it.
1: With Max and 311, with 311 once sung and all mixed up, naysayers. They, they don't mean a thing. Alrighty, brother. <laughs> That's all right. right, man. I love you too, brother.
0: i never told no one that. Right.
1: What if it did work? Start asking yourself better questions. An amazing podcast and an amazing movement, but it all started as an Amazon best-selling book. By yours truly. Yes, I'm being biased. It's my favorite book. Took me forever to write. About 47 years. But you know what? It took a lot less to write my second book. I never took i community CEO yes, a I've been back. Every time I load my gun up,
0: so I can shoot for the star. I hear a voice like, who well, do you think you are? Negative thoughts come to mind when I start thinking bold. Like why you chasing dreams? Aren't you getting kinda old? I needed help, I had no self-confidence, didn't believe in myself, I tried not to feel or listen to my intuition, to start a business, but before I even started I feel like it's finished, you got a vision, and let me say, I don't care if they're your blood, got the same DNA, they can't feel how you feel, they can't see what you see, wanna change your life, you gotta change the way you think, the thoughts in your mind